0: Hello, hello, hello. I am Lady Renee Thomas-James and welcome to my podcast. The name of this podcast is The Vineyard of Wellness and we are going to be focusing on the journey of being mentally, emotionally, and spiritually healthy and well. Let's say that again, the journey of being mentally emotionally, and spiritually healthy and well. So welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Welcome to the Vineyard of Wellness. Today, we want to talk about the definition of being a mentally, emotionally, spiritually well-being. It's a journey, not a destination. Now, I want to give you a short, short story of how I got here as someone who was born and raised in the pentecostal church back in jamaica it is a strict religious group like the caribbean religious group can be very strict and i i i like that it's strict however what I don't like, that it can be too strict to the point where we be we are too religious and we are not practical. Now, growing up, you didn't hear anything about mental and emotional wellness. All you heard about was, okay, religiosity, if that's a word. You heard more about religion and spirituality than you heard about your mental and emotional, your physical being. Right. Of course, I had questions because growing up, you're like, oh, you know, you feel a certain way. You know, certain things are happening to you, but you don't know what. You can't put it into context. You're unable to say what that might be. And guess what? There is nobody to talk to you about it. Fast forward to being 21 when I had my first child and experiencing um, postpartum depression. My mother, I had my first child when I was still at home. My mother never left me alone with the baby. As much as she possibly could, she was with us. And I used to wonder, okay, why? Until one night, she wasn't home. The baby was screaming. And I'm like, I cannot touch this child. Like, I cannot. Like, the, the, I, I, I was confused. I was <clears throat> crying. I was like what is happening and I couldn't put that in words what was happening and of course my mom what happened was she heard the baby from she was coming home from church and she heard the baby screaming across the street so she ran in and helped me with the baby. To this day no one was able to talk to me about what was happening. Getting older moving across canada and i went through other things as well you know as a young mom i went through some stuff during my teenage years then being a young mom then being a young wife and you're unable to see who to talk to because in the black community the black christian community as well there is no one to see what is really happening then fast forward to my husband and i we moved to canada And this is where I started getting education in mental illness, mental wellness, um, emotional wellness, and your emotional well-being. So that was amazing. And of course, because it was fairly new to me, you know about depression, we were always taught to pray it off, pray it off. Just pray, just pray. But what happens when prayer works? Yes, yes. But God is saying you need to see somebody. There's nobody to educate you on who to see and why. So, of course, coming from a culture where you hear just pray, just pray about it, just pray about it. And then into a culture where, you know, you're told, okay, you might need to talk to somebody or you hear different people talking about what they're experiencing, you know, just vocalizing it without shame, without shame. That's amazing. But vocalizing it and, you know, saying that they're seeing a therapist or, you know, a psychiatrist or they're in certain groups that is helping them get through difficult mental challenges. And looking into into it for myself, I'm like, wow, as a Jamaican, Christian Jamaican, we were really, well, Jamaican cross the board, we were really living in survival mode. We are always in survival mode. It's almost as if you cannot, you don't have the time to be depressed. You don't have the time to look about your mental wellness. You don't have the time to see what's wrong with you. You have to always be on the go, always be hunting that next dollar, always be hunting for that food. But at the same time, you're not well. And what this does is you're passing that on to your children and it seems as if you know as much as we are amazing moms amazing parents we don't realize the ways in which that we are damaging our children so for me i want to i wanted to take a step further outside of my culture the culture of just let's not talk about it to actually talking about it so for me my definition of Mental wellness, mental and emotional wellness is number one, finding out what's wrong, being self-aware. Number two, finding and seeking help. Number three, knowing that it's a journey, not a destination. And number four, talking about it to help someone else. Talking about it to help someone else. Every time I talk about it on my instagram there is always somebody to say thank you renee you're so brave thank you for talking about it um and i'm like into myself i'm like why are we not talking about this more i mean i appreciate the comments but that just tells me then that we have people who need the help who are seeking the help but they are not getting the help that they need we have people faced with similar issues, similar challenges and suffering because somebody's not talking about it. That for me is just absurd. To me, I think we need to be talking about it more. I think we need to um, make our counterpart, black counterparts aware because the truth is the white community, I believe they are not afraid to speak out about you know, certain mental illnesses, cert- how to deal with it, you know, praise the Lord, because that is how I got my knowledge or where I got my knowledge from. Um, So thank you to that community. Um, And so for our community, the Black community and Christians, do not be afraid to seek the help you need, right? And I would love to see more Christians, you know, coming out and talking about, seeking help parallel to prayer and fasting i would love to be able to see that because that will empower somebody that will help you to know that as a christian the lord is saying to you sis if you need to talk to somebody talk to somebody if you need to seek help seek help right this is your individual journey, and your individual journey is connected to your individual relationship with Christ. So it doesn't really matter what everyone else has to say, he, she, or the old lady has to say, it has to do with okay, what is Christ saying to you? And if you don't believe in Christ, who do you what, what do you believe in? What is that higher being saying to you? What is your religious group or whomever you serve saying to you? Because no matter what, as an Individual, you're going to need to bring forward your best self, and your best self may very well need help. Your best self to bring forth, you know, kindness, abundance, love, joy, um, the beauty in a home, the beauty as a parent, the beauty as a parent friend. Because, look, we need to be friends to these kids, we need to, yes, we understand the line that enough parenting and friendship but we need to be somebody that our children can come to and feel as if they are able to talk to without feeling as if they can't speak to us about anything right your individual wellness journey i would like for it to see you setting up boundaries I would like to see you work towards living a lifestyle of wellness and less, <clears throat> less hustle and bustle, less rat race, less survival mode. I would like to see you taking the time and a step back to just see you, see yourself, see who you are, nurture your inner self, your inner being. I would like to see you implement routines, Work on your mental, your spiritual, your emotional wellness. One routine at a time. Work on that, let's say, over a period of six to eight weeks. Make it a habit within 90 days. I know, they say 21 days to become a habit. Girl, no. Work on that for about six to eight weeks, right? Ninety days—that's about twelve weeks. It should become a habit before you start implementing another one. Being our best self can be challenging. It's going to be intentional, but without working, you will not—you are not going to see the reward. I am currently working, no word of a lie, on my sleep routine because that got messed up last year, and even worse when I went to um Jamaican vacation, that got messed up. So now. I am working on my root, my sleep routine, getting to bed earlier so that I'm able to wake up earlier. Is it working every night? No. Am I beating up myself about it every night? Absolutely not. Implement that nighttime routine. Implement that morning routine. How you go to bed at night, a lot of times shape the way you wake up in the morning. How you start your morning shapes the, your day. I like to go to bed, you know, doing a whole skincare routine, body care routine. It's just my thing. I've always been that girl. (laughs) It's my thing. Waking up in the morning, I still do a skincare routine, a body care routine. It's not as intense as my nighttime routine but I still do it. At night, I love a good solar worship session. I love to meditate because I might not be able to meditate in the morning. I try, but my meditation at night works best for sure. My solo worship session works best at night for sure. What works for you? Find that. Find that routine to be on your way So a better you, a better self, a a better mentally, spiritually, emotional being. What can you do today to set yourself up for success in those areas? Sometimes we think about success, we think about it in the workplace or at school, right? We think about it in our relationships, but we don't think about it when it comes on to self. Why is that so? Why is it that we are always on the back burner? Let me tell you something. I have felt burnout. It is not pretty. It is not pretty. Do not wait until you need to see the doctor before you take it too seriously. Let's start working on ourselves today. So I'm going to leave you with some homework. <laughs> Yes, I'm going to leave you with some homework, and that homework is, I want you to use the next six to eight weeks to implement one routine, one routine. It could be a nighttime routine. It could be reading or implement one habit rather. So it could be a nighttime routine as a habit. It could be I'm um, reading. It could be a worship session. It could be meditation. It could be doing your daily devotion. It could be stretching. It could be working out just one. I want you to choose that one habit that you want to implement into your routine. And let's start working on that now. For me, I'm currently working on going to bed earlier i <laughs> sleep a sleep schedule and also parallel to that i have been working on you know getting more reading done i love my worship sessions that are part of my routine so whatever it is that you can find to give yourself a better you you owe that to yourself if you are not already following me on Instagram, I'm on Instagram at james. You can also find me on YouTube at Lady Renee Thomas james. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week at the same time. Bye-bye.